It's fabulous to be with you once again on the marketplace, and we are going to start with a lot of good news for one of last season's major contenders. I'm Jack Everin, the best newsbreaker in Australian basketball is Olgan Ulich for ESPN.com.au. Olgan, Tasmania fans are going to be very, very happy with what you're about to tell us. Yeah, Jack, signings don't get much bigger than this, do they? It's Milton Doyle re-signed with the Tasmania Jack Jumpers on a two-year deal, keeps him there for multiple years. Um, you know, the conversation started toward the end of last season, right? So, the, and, and there was mutual interest for a deal to get done here. Uh, that interest continued even when Doyle was playing in Tofash in Turkey. There was an expectation that this would get done, and for a team to keep its, you know, all NBL first team guy, that the, the player who led them in scoring was sort of their, their barometer when it came to the, to winning. And then he's one of those guys who, when I speak to the teams around the NBL. They point to Milton Doyle as, you know, if, if that team is not in the game, he's the sort of guy who can just win them games, right? He, he's the sort of person who can win them two or three games just off his own back. Uh, and so to keep him is a huge retention for the Jack Jumpers. And is it fair to say that, well, certainly the impression I've got is that the Jack Jumpers wanted to lock away Milton Doyle before they did anything else. So does this, is this now the beginning of a few other things for the Jack Jumpers? Well, Jack Jumpers entered free agency with, with two priorities. The first one was Milton Doyle. And you know, this was, I don't want to say it was agreed on back then, as soon as free agency began, but there was an expectation within both parties that this deal would get done. So there was no expectation that anything else was going to happen between those two parties. Uh, the, the other thing was the point guard position. And the Jack Jumpers went all in on Will McDowell White. That didn't happen. He stayed in New Zealand. Uh, but they were the two pieces that they wanted to shore up. They wanted to, to lock in their one and two spot and then figure out the rest after that. And so they've been able to lock in Milton Doyle. And so now all eyes turn to that point guard spot where that they do want an upgrade from Josh Majetta and we'll, we're yet to see it, you know, the sorts of players who they're going after. I imagine they'll go into NBA Summer League still looking for that point guard position. And the other thing on Milton Doyle is a two-year contract. That I think that's pretty important in the scheme of things as well. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Jack. It, we saw that with Tyler Harvey after his really impressive season with the Hawks. Uh, even DJ Hogue, it was, it was a mutual option on the second year of that, but there, there is value in locking up these guys for multiple years because then you can uh, plan your roster and, and strategize for multiple years as well. And so for someone like Milton Doyle, there's, there's no expectation that he's going to have any sort of backward step. Uh, he is at a point in his career where he's really secure in his abilities. He's clearly demonstrated what he can do at this level. Um, you know, he was one of the most potent offensive players in the league last season. And there's, there's no reason to think why he won't do that again. Well done to the Jack Jumpers. We said from the very first episode of Marketplace that Milton Doyle was one of the biggest names of free agency. It's taken them a little while, but they've got their man. So well done to the team from the Apple Island. Little shout out as well, Olgan, to Jared Weeks, who retired last week from playing duties and has very quickly found himself on the end of Scott Roth's bench this season. Yeah, we're seeing a little bit of a coaching carousel. You know, we've got Jacob Chance heading over to Melbourne United as an assistant coach under Dean Vickerman. Uh, Jared Weeks retires from uh, basketball, jumps straight into his spot next to Scott Roth. And, you know, he was the sort of guy who, as soon as he retired, I, I got a text I got text from a few people around the league, and the expectation was he's going to find a coaching spot somewhere, whether it's back in Sydney, you know, at a junior level or, or in the NBL, and he was able to, to take chance of spot on the Tassie uh, coaching staff. Well done to Agent 97. He's a very popular player in this league, and he's going to make for a great coach in the future, no doubt. The news that you broke a short time ago with the New Zealand Breakers, they've added to their big man stocks. 
They have. In one respect, it's sad that Rob Lowe announced his retirement, so they lose one of the most effective big men in the league from last season, from the past few seasons, actually. But they've gone all in on Mango Matiang. A one-year deal for Matiang to New Zealand. Um, you know, he's someone who they've been looking at for a little bit. You know, Prior to his injury, he was a, a really, really uh, excellent player. He was, he was excelling in Europe. And his season in Illawarra was interesting. He started off slow, but then he really picked up toward the end. And there was a sense that he was just coming back from from the a pretty significant leg injury that, that he went through. He's just been in Israel. Uh, he averages 11 points, 13.9 rebounds a game. He is one of the most effective rebounders in world basketball right now. And so the New Zealand Breakers saw him. They conducted a medical on him to make sure that everything was good. And I'm told that everything came back pristine. And so... You know, they, they've locked in Matiang, and he, he's a guy who it wouldn't surprise me if they consider him as a potential starter because of the, the skill set that they saw before his injury. They think he's back to that level. And a genuine rim protector, which we've seen at times last season as well. Does that, I mean, Breakers fans will be watching this, and, and the obvious next question for them will be Derek Pardon. Should we read anything in to this? Is there any further updates on the Breakers and their import search? Nothing specific. They're, I'm told that they are in deep talks with multiple players. And so uh, what I was told today was to expect a flurry of roster activity within the next week or two with the, with the New Zealand Breakers. They've, they've, they've sort of been, you know, waiting, you know, holding ship, just, just waiting to see what happens. Uh, they've done, they did their due diligence on Mango Matiang and ended up with him. But, you know, they're, they're in conversations with a few people. Uh, you know, they're, they've, they've got their next star. They've, they've, They've locked one in, and so you know I'm told that we should expect them to, to make a bunch of moves in the very near future. Well, we like a flurry. It keeps you in a job, and it keeps me on this show, so we like a flurry of movement. And shout-out to Rob Lowe as well, as you mentioned. Oh, I thought you said that beautifully, Olga. Fantastic big man in this league for a long time. Ability to step out and shoot the three is going to be missed, so all the best for the future, Rob. To the Sydney Kings, they are in pursuit of a coach for next season. What's the latest there? The latest is they are still going through uh, meetings, interviews. Uh, earlier this week, I, I went to uh, Hoops Capital East to conduct an interview uh, for ESPN. And Hoops Capital East is a beautiful new court in Moore Park here in Sydney. Uh, and TSC's offices, TSC's the, the owner of the Sydney Kings, uh, their offices are sort of around the outside of it. And I can see up into the boardroom, Chris Pongras and Luke Longley on a Zoom call for a fairly significant amount of time with a, with a prospective coaching candidate. Uh, so they've been conducting those interviews with international and Australian candidates. I'm under the impression that we are almost in shortlist territory. Uh, they've been gathering intel and conducting interviews, but we're really close to a point where they can put a, a list of three or four uh, candidates together and then make a decision from there. And are you thinking international? Is that the way it looks like they're heading? I would imagine so, purely because of what this team has done in the past and what has demonstrated to be successful in the past. It doesn't seem like, based on what I'm hearing, that they're going to go a different direction than that. Let's finish on a slightly different note here on Marketplace. I want to ask you about Jonah Bolden, Olgan, and his future in basketball and potentially how that's linked to the Hungry Jacks NBL. A couple of interesting social media posts uh, in the last week or so. Haven't seen Jonah step foot on a court for a while. He's been off doing some other things. Should we read anything into this? 
I, I, I'm cautious to read too much into it, but I, I would say don't read nothing into it. Um, so, so what we saw was Claris Amir, uh, the new signing, DP signing of the Sydney Kings. He was working out with John Lawley in Irvine, posted on Instagram, and he was working out with Jonah Bolden. Now, Jonah Bolden and Claris Amir go back a long way in the in Sydney basketball, right? They've known each other since they were babies. Um, now, I'm told that Jonah Bolden has been working out more and more recently, and as soon as those uh, images popped up, practically every NBL team reached out to Bolden's agent, Daniel Moldovan, to, to inquire what, what the hell is going on? Is he available? You know, is this someone we can get into conversations with? Uh, that's where it is at this point. Not, it's nothing further than that. Uh, he never officially retired from basketball, and so it wouldn't necessarily be a return. It would, I guess he would just continue playing, but as of now, there's nothing official. There's nothing planned. Uh, this is just him, I guess, staying in shape, and if it does happen in the future, it wouldn't be totally surprising, but there is nothing planned as of now. So you're saying there's a chance. There's, there's, there's a chance, but I'm not putting all my eggs in that basket. No, that's that's fair enough. But what's that space with interest? And well, what's the New Zealand Breakers in particular with interest for their flurry of recruits? Sydney, not too far away. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, still with a few holes to plug as well. Plenty more to come on the marketplace. Olgan, as always, great work by you, and we'll catch up again soon. See you next time, Jack. Thanks for being with us on the marketplace. Of course, right across the free agency period, you can stay up to date with all the latest news on mbl.com.au. You can follow Olga on Twitter as well and check out all of the MBL's social media platforms. Thanks for being with us on The Marketplace.